listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Sunday evening for a interesting five-game slate, James. I say interesting because uh, this is Martin Luther King Day that we're recording here for. So the NBA has games starting at noon. So if you're playing on DraftKings, there's a three-game slate that starts at like 1230. There's another three-game slate that starts at 3 o'clock. There's a three-game slate that kicks off at 8 o'clock, and then we have the five-game, 7 p.m. We're just going to focus in on that. Uh, we're going to focus in on the five-gamer. If you're going to have any questions, definitely hit us up in Discord. We'll help you out for those earlier slates. But just the way everything's being broken up, we felt like five games is the easiest for us to provide sufficient content for y'all, given the player pools and the matchups and whatnot. James, that's what we're going to be. And we like these five-game slates, right? We like this low, this you know amount of player pool variations that we get to kind of pick and choose from here. Yeah, this slate should be fun. Looking up and down, the injury news is starting to subside here, John. It's a good day in uh, the NBA when you start seeing less questionables and seeing that everyone's starting to get back healthy uh, over their COVID stints. And nobody's been seriously affected by it yet, and hopefully no one does, but or no one is or going to be. But um, yeah, it should be a nice, fun little five-gamer uh, on tap here. On That I'm looking for on this slate, looks like we just have one back-to-back. That's Phoenix. They played earlier this afternoon, again, recording here on Sunday against Detroit. They lost DeAndre Ayton in that game. Uh, he left with an ankle sprain, didn't play after, the, after playing six minutes. So we'll have to wait and see if he is active or not for this game against uh, San Antonio. Other names that we have that are... John, uh, Utah, Utah on the back. Oh, you're right. Utah is on back there. They're playing Denver, so that's a good call. And they're getting back some of their guys, too. Rudy Gobert and, and Rudy Gay are back for them this evening as well. No no expected minutes limit for them either. So uh, we'll see uh, how that one turns out against Denver. But we do have some potential returning players, as you mentioned. We talked about Bam is uh, officially listed as questionable, right? And, and it was only a thumb injury with him. You know, there's a good chance that his cardio is fine. And if he plays, you know, expect him to start. Kyle Lowry's already been ruled out for Miami for this game. But my question is, what happens to Sangoon? Not Sangoon, wrong team. Yurt 7. What happens to Yurt 7 when Bam comes back? Does Yurt 7 start at center and is Bam a power forward? Does Yurt 7 move to the bench and see his minutes reduced to like 15 because Bam's playing 38? No, I think that's going to be one of the bigger storylines because Yurt 7's done absolutely nothing. Uh, to right. lose his job there. But since filling in, he's been fantastic for them. Another player coming back, CJ McCollum. You know, Portland was, has been without McCollum, Lillard, and Powell. They've been being carried by Anthony Simmons here. But now CJM is back, not on the injury report. Conditioning was an issue for him, like holding him out uh, the last few games. He should be here and good to go against Orlando. Not really a discount on him, but uh, he's going to be uh, returning and active. We saw Porzingis return the other day. Uh, Wendell Carter is out. Norman Powell is questionable as he continues to work his way through COVID protocols. Uh, as well. So Portland could be getting, uh, again, a little bit more healthier here. We mentioned uh, Kyle Lowry is ruled out. Gary Trent is questionable to play for Monday's game. He's missed a lot for for Toronto there. Cam Johnson did not play due to an ankle injury on Sunday. He remains questionable. Larry Nance is still out. I already ruled out for this game against Orlando. Carmelo Anthony is questionable with the back. I don't think he played the other night. I think he's missed uh, yep. time. So uh, Melo will be on the lookout for that. One. But I mean, James, right? Like, how many podcasts have I spent 10 minutes listing off injuries and Kem Birch is like the next guy that, that may not play, right? Like he's actually not going to play. He had surgery to fix his broken nose. So eventually he'll have play with a mask. 
Uh, Dwight Howard is questionable. Like, that's it, man. That's the injury news. So, like you said, a lot of guys are getting healthy. A lot of rotations are going to start getting back into, I guess, some familiar formalities for us. And we can start uh, trying to pay attention to how these rotations are going to play out uh, moving forward. So let's kick it off, James, at the point guard position. We got Luca home against the Thunder at 10-7. We have DeJounte Murray at home against Phoenix here at $10,000. Uh, Russell Westbrook, $9,400 going up against Utah. And Fred Van Vliet is 9300 going up against Miami with no Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Luca's a little too expensive right now. You can do it in tournaments on a small slate because he has flashed 60-point upside recently. They blew Orlando out. They didn't need Luca, but the, the poor shooting continued. And as long as he's shooting poorly, like, yeah, sure, the peripheral stats have been relatively great. I mean, three double-doubles in his last four, at least, or... Two triple-doubles in his last four and a double as well. But if the shot's not falling, he's really not giving us the upside we're looking for at 10-7. I think Murray's fine for tournaments. Another tough spot. He wasn't great against the Clippers, which is sad. I actually got him at 7% ownership. And I know it was back-to-back, but he had torched the Clippers. Murray has tremendous upside, but at 10K, he has a triple-double, right? Because double right yeah, like it, yeah. It, he needs to get us the, the the extra points there somewhere and you need him scoring 20 the 8 of right. 17 shooting is fine didn't hit any threes but they were they're getting healthier right Derek white returned off the bench and played some minutes there and again Dejounte's all year with these guys he's averaging 48 fantasy points on the season but like you mentioned when the price goes up on him we're sort of overpaying for Dejounte murray right now because of the production he had when they were out of all those players right, right. when everybody was out with covid he got a huge price bump because of it, and he was giving us consecutive three, four straight games of 50-plus, 70, 60, 60, right? Like, he was popping off because they didn't have anybody else. Now, you mentioned against the Clippers, he had a great track history. Uh, two games against Phoenix this year, he's averaging 54 fantasy points. So, like, the numbers are there, but maybe just cash games. Maybe just cash games for DeJounte right now at this price point because he's, you're right. This is a slate where there aren't a ton of send-ups, but there are some guys, and if it comes down to you, am I spending 10K? on DeJounte Murray, or am I going to try to find an extra 900 to play LeBron? Like I may try to find an extra 900 to play LeBron. Right. I agree. I don't actually love this top tier. I guess we can play Van Vliet knowing there's no Kyle Lowry and it's price reduction and possibly no Gary Trent. Not playing Westbrook at 94 in current form either. So possibly Van Van Vliet, Luka in tournaments, Murray, Cat, lower spectrum cash game thoughts on sga at eighty two hundred dollars dallas has been really good defensively very good defensively it's been like their calling card of their team this year yeah it's weird they've i think they're surprising a lot of teams because they've been weirdly good lately defensive rating they have the fifth best defensive rating in the nba as it stands going into monday slate it's something you and i have talked about cleveland good defensive team sga seven of 19 from the floor Brooklyn sands a bunch of guys, everyone, actually. No, there was no Durant in that game, no Kyrie. SGA goes for 33 actual 65. And the game before, Washington's been a terrible defensive team, 49. You can, but he's been good against bad teams, and he's struggled against good teams. I don't think we need to go there, but you can in tournaments if you'd like. With CJ McCollum back, is Simons too expensive at AK? I don't know. What do you think, John? Like, McCollum, so it was the collapsed lung, which I'm so happy to see McCollum coming back from, right? And then COVID, like everything has struck him at once. And apparently it's a full recovery and whatnot. Like, 
I, I I don't know if there's a limitation. I assume there would be. He hasn't played since December 4th. Right. Simons, I think a lot of people sit there when they start their lineup construction and they're going to say, man, how can we pay 8K for Simons with McCollum coming back? But what if McCollum only plays 20 minutes? And what if, or what if McCollum plays 15 minutes? So like, sure. Simons has been dynamite and it's not just the scoring either like we've gotten back-to-back 11 assist game he's had six or more in six straight games like i don't know i think it's a contrarian play because i don't think i think i do think a lot of people will fade him thinking cjm is just going to stroll right in and play 30 minutes okay what about the point guard opposite of him in that matchup cole anthony i think again i the last two games there has been correlation to Jalen Suggs returning to the line. Anthony's minutes have gone down. His play has been worse. His shot attempts have been down. I think that continues. And I know it's a great defensive matchup. If you want to go there in tournaments, fine. But like Tyler Hero, 7,500 without Lowry is in play. Chris Paul against a really bad Spurs defense under 8K. I know like he hasn't been great, but in tournaments, He's in play. I don't know. I don't really have any desire to play Cole Anthony while Jalen Suggs is healthy, truthfully. And the proof is kind of in the pudding. We said it earlier in the year. When Jalen Suggs was off the floor, time to hop on the Cole Anthony bandwagon. Right now, Jalen Suggs comes back, and the the production is way down. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, anybody here then under that uh, next grouping? There's... There is Derek White, who we you know didn't mind playing there. Next to DeJounte when the minutes were, were back to regular for him. Malik Monk didn't have a great game the other night. Price is still a little bit high on him. Gabe Vincent could find himself in the starting lineup with no Kyle Lowry. They could keep Hero coming off the bench there. Anybody in that group? I do not love that Gabe Vincent played six minutes last game with Butler coming back and, and the Heat mate mostly healthy. So I will let people chase that. Only if he's in the starting lineup do I have interest. I do want to point out Mike Conley playing tonight likely sits Monday. He hasn't played a back-to-back all year. He's in the starting lineup tonight. I just think that's worthy of a mention. Jordan Clarkson's 56 if you want to go there. Donnie anyways, that would be... Point Donnie, it's true. Definitely point Donnie, but it is just worth mentioning. Clarkson started off this game 12 points in the first quarter. I don't... This is maybe... The worst point guard has looked all year long to me. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. There's, there's definitely a lot of wishy-washy guys there. And it's a five-game slate, right? This is kind of what you get sometimes. You kind of live with it and, and try to identify like where the popular or safer options will be. Shooting guard, then. We've talked about Van Vliet. Mitchell, obviously, against the Lakers. Would you play Mitchell with the, against the Lakers just in general? Does that appeal to you at all? Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers stink. So I would really play a street sign against the Lakers right now. And I think the street sign might score, might get 7X. LeBron's the only good one. I mean, uh, he's been pre- yeah. been providing pretty much the majority of their offense all season long. Monk has been fine, but obviously a little bit more risky. Yeah, Mitchell at 9K, I think it's fine, especially if especially if Conley's ruled out. We've talked McCollum. Booker's kind of good for GPPs. We know Hero, not on Brunson. Man, it gets deep. It gets short here, too. I guess Bojan on a back-to-back if there's no Clarkson. I mean, if there's no Conley against the Lakers at 6K, it could be appealing. Sure. Um, the production's been down. But, I mean, again, you're taking a, a high-usage guy off the floor, a guy who has the ball in his hands a lot in Conley. So, um, sure, I'd be willing to take a shot on Bojan in tournaments. Okay. 
they moved Dort back to shooting guard. So shooting guard, small forward there, 5,300. I know we talked about Dallas, Dallas defensively, but we're, we're just looking for shooters, I think, at this point. So would he fall into play for you? Yeah, he's also not 8-2. Like, he's, we get a $3,000 discount. So I don't mind Dort. Damn, this like kind of sucks, John. The player pool is kind of small. Here. It is kind of small. Would you take a flyer on Jalen Suggs for 4,800? He's come back, played 22 and 24 minutes. He's put up 29 and 21 fantasy points. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's a bad Portland defense, um, and he's cutting into people's time. Suggs is in play. Gary Harris kind of took a hit because Suggs. Terrence Ross kind of took a hit. Ben McLemore, 28 minutes. Like, okay, you can go there. Struss still played 28 minutes. Yeah, he started. In against Philly, maybe that's something with no Lowry because they could like realistically Miami doesn't need to start a point guard. They could just start Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. as their de facto point guard. Stress if he starts, I can get behind at 43. That's that. I mean, like, I'm with you. There's really nothing here for me either. Shamit Sh- maybe because if Cam Johnson doesn't play, I mean he played 25 minutes today, 21 fantasy points. He's 3200. He's not like. It's not, look, it's not like the best play, but he's in their rotation. Just a, just a dart, honestly. There, There is not a lot here. Yep. Uh, small forward Butler's at the top at $8,900. I think that one's a lot. Toronto and no Lowry. Like yep, that's your sure. And maybe no Bam. Like, Bam is questionable, and there's signs to him playing. But if he doesn't, I mean, this is Bul- the Butler and Hero show through and through. Giddy's always, I think, worth a flyer. Another double for him the other day. Nothing great, but 11-10-3-1. Got you 29 fantasy points. A little less than 5x than we're used to seeing from him, but, you know, it could be a spot here for him. He's averaging in two games against Dallas, 44.8 fantasy points. Yeah, tournaments. For sure, tournaments. Thoughts on Toronto Wings with uh, Ananobi and Barnes? We talked about this. I I get it. OG's been a little better, but I think if we're going to deploy Toronto... It's just got to be the bait. It's just got to be or uh, Van Vliet. And honestly, prop, Boucher is probably playing himself into that conversation as well. A uh, bounce back game for Franz here against... Can be. There's that Dallas defense again there. Portland's bad defensively, man. So I, I don't really have a problem with it. Point Franz, two games in a row before the Dallas game too. 10 and 7 assists was interesting. Yeah, I think Franz is good for Dortmund. And then after that, again, it kind of falls off. Guys, <laughs> we've talked about like Lou Dort. Uh, Nasir Little is at 5,200. I think you can consider him. But after that, again, I think it gets kind of questionable. Chuma, 25 minutes against Dallas, gave you 20 fantasy points. He's not really shooting the ball. Wendell Carter is already ruled out. So, like, the, the minutes could be there for him again. But it's it doesn't feel like a high upside play at the moment. Yeah, I'd rather just instead, like, at the same price, I'd rather just play Devin Vassell, who started in the— for the second straight game, 31 fantasy points. He had 11 rebounds. I don't know. Do we have an update on Pirtle? Is He's active. Okay. So he's not on the injury report. I just figured that was interesting because the 11 correlates. Either way, starting, playing 30 minutes, taking double-digit shots, I don't have a problem going to Devin Passell. Power forward. Chris Asperzingis is $7,900. He played 27 minutes in his return there. This is kind of a a pretty smash spot for yep. him. I mean, yeah, OKC, bottom seven rebounding team. They're 24th over the last two weeks. So this could be a ceiling rebound game for Porzingis. We could get a double. And he had a limit. I, I saw Kid gave him a 30-minute limit for this game. They didn't need him for 30. He almost hit there. But 
If he was getting 30 on his first game back, then all systems go in game number two. Uh, yeah, I could go to definitely could see myself going to Porzingis. I think just based on the position and who's here, since they still have LeBron listed as center, even though Dwight started last game, I think Porzingis is actually going to be pretty popular. Him, Rob Covington played 40 minutes the other day. Yeah. Uh, 40 fantasy points for him there. He's got 40 fantasy points down in two of the last three at $6,400. Look at the steals. This is the Bob Cub of old, huh? This is the Bob. So with careless regard for life and giving you defense. I will say Norm Powell listed questionable for Monday. Could put a damper in all of our Portland likes and wants to, to roster. So keep tabs on that. But if, if Powell's out, I could I can get behind Covington. I just think Powell takes away too many of Covington's shots. He's already not a guy that we're no, like... No, 100%. And, because McCollum's back, right? So it's McCollum and Powell taking shots away. Wouldn't be my favorite play at 64 if Powell does return. Yeah, no, if Powell's back, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not in on, on Bob Cove at that price. That's too much. We talked Barnes, we talked Boucher. I don't know if Boucher plays it that much here i mean what if what if birch is out i guess it depends if trent if trent, if trent starts six, they just play their starting five a bunch of oh, minutes 35 plus yeah let me look at what so if, let's just go let's go the other way if trent sits then what they started yuda the other day no they ended up not starting him they said they were going to okay and they lied they started birch and then birch left and then they started achua in the second half but Boucher basically played six. He played 12, like 13 second half minutes. Okay. This I'm just, this yeah, is just yeah. gonna... I mean, listen, if Trent's out, then maybe that helps his case. I mean, listen, there's no reason for Boucher not to be in a rotation, but like, it's clear they have other guys they like starting over him at the moment. So. Wait, oh, maybe you did. Maybe they did start you to this. This is the 14th. They don't have, um, they don't have the 15th. Yeah, you're right. He did start. He played five minutes. He started and played five minutes. Makes sense. Okay. Something to watch for then. Uh, Boucher is always just a GPP guy anyways. Mm-hmm. Keldon played 33 minutes. I don't mind that at 5,100. Like he doesn't have to knock the ball out of the park to give you value. And he's giving you 26, right. 28, and 26 in his three games. So Keldon at 51 is fine. Uh, even though it is against Phoenix there. If Cam Johnson still is out, I could have some considerations for our guy, Jay Crowder, who's you know, 35, 27, 32. The fantasy points the last three games. And again, today they won by 30. So they didn't, they only needed, they only needed Crowder for 23 minutes in that game. And he gave you 32 fantasy points. Yeah. I think the sneaky part might be no eight and two, depending sure. on what 11 rebounds, eight and leaves and Crowder grabs 11 boards in 23 minutes. I think there's obviously direct correlation there. I definitely have some interest if Cam Johnson does not play. What do you think about of Basley? Bas- again, I know Dallas, but like, again, two of sure. the last three games for him isn't. The front court for Dallas isn't the best defensively. Their backcourt has been rock solid. I can get behind some Basley in tournaments. It's a very, like, if you don't have the stomach for it, don't do it. Because, okay. man, it could just sink your lineup. But has been good lately, as you mentioned. So the, the 28 and 30 minutes in two of the last three years is very encouraging. So I'm willing to... I'm willing to give it a shot in tournaments. This, I mean, this slate is not. You know who's, been, you know who's been very good lately is. Mo- yeah, and he uh, flexed on Luca and got cursed out. Right. Uh, almost got beat Luka up. Asked, by, so. Yeah, that true. Who? Yeah, I don't even know who you're talking about actually. I mean, is what is the status on Bamba? Actually played today, didn't he? And he still, or I mean, on Saturday, 
17 minutes off the bench. Maybe because it's such a weird slate, I could see myself getting to Wagner. Um, so I, think sure playing, I think he's been playing power forward. So I can tell you, I can uh, popcorn machine it right now and tell you who's playing against. Is this the Charlotte game they played? No, it's the 14th. I don't have the popcorn machine. You're letting me down, man. I know he played over Rolo on Friday because yeah. I played Rolo. And I was very upset that Mo yeah. Wagner, every shot he took went in. Mo Wagner played the final 18 minutes of that game, John. 18 minutes straight. Maybe because it's a weird slate, I, I can I can go get behind some Mo Wagner. Right. Uh, center, we'll wrap this up here. LeBron James, your center only play now. At 10-9 against Utah. I don't think that they have him play center against Utah. Dwight, they have to start Dwight if he plays, right? They right. have to. Yeah, they're not going to start LeBron against Gobert. They, like they did Jokic. They started Dwight against Jokic, not that it mattered. They lost by 40, but they started Dwight. And who you played 21 minutes got hurt, so they played some DeAndre, but nevertheless, they're not playing LeBron at center here. But would you play LeBron at center because he's going to play? I would play the non-center LeBron not starting at center. Yes. Uh, We got a spread, John, on this game. Got an update that the Lakers are going to sign Stanley Johnson to another 10-day. Congrats, Stanley Johnson, on getting another bag for 10 more days. This line, I, we actually have now every line on the main slate. Right, but this, okay, I'll, and I'll end with this since it's a hammer. Portland, Orlando, 215. Orlando, one point favorites at home. Miami giving three and a half to the Raptors, 209 total. Dallas, 10 point favorites at home, 207 and a half, the slate low. Phoenix, San Antonio is an interesting one, John. 224 and a half. Four-point spread. Phoenix, only four-point favorites on the road. Gotta imagine no DeAndre Ayton. I don't know if he's officially been, but, like, that just that just screams that he's not playing. That's only a four-point spread, considering how good Phoenix is. Lakers, Utah. Oh, it's a 224.5. I don't know if I mentioned that. Lakers, Utah, John. 231.5. Lakers getting four points at home. So, in a 230 total, we want to play Lakers. I wish I could tell you who those Lakers are going to be outside of LeBron. Right. But it's very hard right now because they've all been trash. I think there's, I think the two, I'll say this. I think the two best Lakers plays could both be centers on this slate. If Dwight plays, he's probable too. He's $3,300. He, he was very good in his 21 minutes. He had like that, the 13 points he had like in the first quarter, he was dominating Jokic. But I don't know. I'm going to play LeBron as long as he's not starting at center because I think he's going to have a problem with The next group below them, you have Siakam against Miami and probably Bam, which would make Siakam wouldn't be the center if it's Bam. They probably would go Boucher there in that matchup uh, because that would be trouble. You have Gobert against the Lakers at 83 and Nurkic against Orlando at 81. I I do like the Nurkic spot here. Yeah, I definitely think Nurkic is in play. He even fouled out of that Washington game, still had a monster outing. Gobert's fine i think gobert is definitely more in play if they start lebron but also who the hell is he gonna guard at the same time like it's like one of those matchup things where it's like okay you clearly have the advantage with gobert on the glass and you clearly have him like in the post but like is he gonna be chasing lebron on the dribble like so definitely concern there siakam i kind of agree like i if bam starts gonna be tough for him to guard definitely advantage bam who has 78 in his own regard I don't know how I'd rank this tier. If Bam probably, starts tomorrow, would you play him? It just doesn't feel like there'd be a limit. Like you said, it's a thumb. So 
Yeah, because there's no Lowry. Yeah, Toronto plays, like, if they start Siakam, like, there's a clear advantage for Bam there. He has a foul-happy guy in Siakam on the other side who's just undersized. So, yeah, I think I could get behind that. John, honestly, I I do think Yurt 7, unfortunately, gets bumped. Because just thinking about the way that neither of them can spread the floor, like, when is the last time we've seen David Robinson and Tim Duncan on the floor? David Robertson, Robinson, and Tim Duncan on the floor. Sure. So as great as Yurt Seven has been, and as much as both of us want to see him play, Bam doesn't shoot outside enough. He has taken one three pointer this year, which is in 18 games. I mean, he can stretch the floor and he can hit mid range jump shots, but he's yeah, taken. Yeah, he doesn't shoot threes at all. I, he's attempted one this year, eight total last year, two for 14 the year before that. <laughs> So it's just going to be tough for them to keep them both on the floor. Like, does this bump Deadman out of the rotation? Hopefully, I see this. If they're playing Deadman over here at seven, people would riot. Yeah, people, there might be, like, yeah, there might be pitchforks outside of in Miami tomorrow night. Yeah, 100%. All right, so I like, uh, what about Pirtle? If he's going up against JaVale McGee, which it probably will be. McGee's the one that started in place of... uh... Of eight in there, it wasn't Jalen Smith, though Jalen Smith and McGee split time because McGee had five fouls. But just in, in that sense, uh, Yaka Pertle, they're uh, healthy, supposedly, at 6,600 in a pretty decent matchup. Yeah, I think he could put both those dudes in a, in foul trouble, too. He just up near he the rim the whole game. 27 points without scoring against Cleveland. Without scoring. Right. He's, I mean, he's a good basketball player. He just, coming off a little injury, needs to be more involved offensively. But I, I also, I'm a little worried offensively, John, because the correlation, Keldon back, Derek White back, all these dudes back, suddenly we've taken nine shots in two games. Like, a little scary. Definitely he is making up for it with the defense, though, finally. 100%, but the price is going up at the same time. Like, this is the most expensive he's been in, I mean, the last 10 slates, sure. the last 10 games. So he needs, I think he needs to score definitely tournaments only for me. Okay, I'll buy into that one here as well. And we go further down. Uh, we talked about Boucher already. Uh, Bamba against Portland if he starts, but it's risky because of the minutes lately. But again, we kind of hit a wall of like, there's not much here. You you would play McGee, obviously, if he's 3,700, right? Like that would be a guy that you would start. Mm-hmm. And your pivot would be Smith, probably. If you think, if you play a narrative that you think JaVale can get in foul trouble here. Right. Because then it's Jalen Smith playing... Or is and then it if, Dwight's, if Dwight's active, right? Yeah, if Dwight's active, 3,300. James, you are on the main slate playbook. Of course, we'll be available all day with questions. We'll have prize picks articles out, maybe some underdog returning uh, articles for this wacky slate as well. Where to get us on Twitter, you know where to get us in the Discord. Any final thoughts? No, I, I think you did mention it, but if you do have questions for any of the early slates, because there are two early slates, uh, we'll be around, but there will be no content provided for it. Just our uh, opinions stuff in discord amen to that all right guys uh, you know where to get us it's an interesting week three short slates james right like we got a three gamer tuesday a three gamer thursday or two gamer on tuesday three gamer on thursday and like a three gamer on sunday the content this week's gonna be a little bit different but uh, james and i'll here be with you for podcasts slate breakdowns and all that other good stuff but for now we'll catch you guys later